Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn and welcome to the St. Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today we are finally out of the introductory episodes and into the true format of the podcast. Our new St. Friend today is a man who started out as a non-Christian, married one, unexpectedly became a priest while at church on Christmas Eve, and ended up as a bishop. That's a pretty crazy life for a guy who was born in France and ended up as Bishop of Nola. And no, I don't mean the birthplace of jazz or the Big Easy. Today we're talking about St. Paulinus of Nola. Quick note before we get into today's saint. I found a ton of different ways to say our saint friend's name, and my brain thinks they're all interchangeable, so be prepared for me to say Paulinus, Paulinus, and Paulinus at some point. I'm going to try and be consistent, but that's apparently hard to do. Okay, so in the year 354, in the region of Bordeaux in Gaul, or what we now know as France, the Roman prefect of Gaul had a son and named him Pontius Meropius Anicius Paulinus. Just for some clarification, ancient Roman names start with the last name, so Pontius is his last name, and people would have called him by the name Paulinus. And just for all you extra observant listeners, no, he was likely not related to Pontius Pilate, since Pontius was a common last name, meaning the family was involved in seafaring work at some point in time. Little Paulinus was educated by the poet Asonius. Eventually, he became a lawyer and held a bunch of offices in the Roman Empire, including his position as the governor of the province of Campania, which is essentially the area surrounding Naples, Italy. Deciding that public office wasn't for him, he retired at the age of 26 and moved back to Bordeaux, where he lived for almost 10 years. While there, Paulinus met and married a wealthy woman from Spain, a Christian, named Theresia. After many encounters with the Christian religion, mostly through his wife, and a miraculous healing by the man who would later become known as St. Martin of Tours, Paulinus was baptized, alongside his brother, by the Bishop of Bordeaux, the later named St. Delphinus. Paulinus and his wife's faith was tested, when, after many childless years, they finally had a baby, but one who died only eight days after birth. Paulinus was threatened with the charge of murdering his brother as well, so he and his wife fled from the world into the seclusion of his wife's estate in Barcelona, Spain, in the year 390. They gave away much of their estate while there, insisting on living a life of charity and devotion. Then, in either the year 394 or 395, while attending Christmas Mass, the citizens of Barcelona basically forced the bishop to ordain Paulinus as a priest despite him having no formal training, but rather because of the acts of faith and charity they saw him do so many times. This is before the requirements for celibacy from the clergy, so all of you Catholic listeners can calm down. In the year 395, he moved back to the region of Campania in Italy, to the town of Nola. Why? Well, Paulinus had a deep devotion for St. Felix, who was buried there, so he decided that's where he wanted to be. 
Using some of the remaining estate funds, he built a large road that led through town to the church containing St. Felix's tomb and built a hospital next door to the church. He and Theresia continued to use their family's money to give to the poor in Nola and build bigger churches among other public works projects, though their families were less than enthusiastic at the spending of all this money. In the year 409, at the age of 55, Paulinus was chosen as the new bishop of Nola, a position that he held for 21 years. As bishop, Paulinus wrote a lot, and by a lot, I mean, well, a lot. Many of his actual writings have been lost to time, but we know of several back-and-forth letters between him and others who would be named as saints later on, including St. Augustine, St. Jerome, St. Melania, St. Martin of Tours, Pope St. Gregory the Great, and St. Ambrose. He also wrote poems and songs, including the earliest known example of a Christian wedding song. We'll end this podcast with an excerpt from one of his 13 surviving poems. On June 22, 431, at around the age of 77, Paulinus died and was almost immediately looked at as a saint. His body was first buried at the cathedral he helped build in Nola. Then it was moved to Benevento, about 40 miles away. Then it was moved to Rome. Finally, in compliance with Pope Pius X's decree in 1908, yes, big time jump, Paulinus's body was returned to the cathedral in Nola, where he rests along with his favorite saint, St. Felix. As promised, here are the words of St. Paulinus himself from Poem 10, describing who Jesus is. He is the light of truth, the path of life, the power and mind, hand and strength of the Father. He is the Son of Justice, source of blessings, flower of God, God's Son, creator of the world, life of our mortality, and death to our death. He is the master of virtues. He is God to us and became man for us by stripping off his nature and assuming ours, forging eternal relations between man and God, while he himself is both. So when he has flashed his rays over our hearts, he cleans the enfeebling foulness from our sluggish bodies and renews the dispositions of our mind. All that delighted us before he draws away, and in its stead leaves a pleasure that is chaste. By his rights as Lord, he demands wholly our hearts, tongues, and heads. He wishes to be the object of our thoughts and understanding, our belief and reading, our fear, and our love. Thank you for joining me and my saint friend, Paulinus of Nola. Remember that you can always find the podcast on our website at saintfriends.com as well as other saintly content throughout the week on Twitter and Instagram at saintfriendspod. Plus, you can always email us at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com. As we conclude today's episode, we look to St. Paulinus of Nola. May he remind us that while many of us are tempted to quote-unquote retire at an early stage in life, devotion to God and his work is waiting all around us to be done. Paulinus's life had barely begun when he thought it was over. May we see the work that we are called to do before us and face it with humility and knowledge that the Lord walks beside us as we do it. We say together, St. Paulinus of Nola, pray for us.